Which three remaining head coaches as the Broncos finalists is the best fit for the organization? We share our thoughts. We share fan feedback as well. Not to mention, could the Broncos maybe be interested in Sean Payton after he decided to retire from the New Orleans Saints? And we also take a look at which combo of head coach and quarterback would you rather have in Broncos country? We discuss, we analyze, we debate, we look at all these options and more on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a brand new episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team every day from the south stands to the end zone. I'm your host as always, Cody Rourke, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Bettinger, both of us, we cover the Denver Broncos for the Lockdown Network and Nine News. Thank you, Broncos country, for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. And also, you can get this podcast free and available everywhere you get your podcast in audio format. And if you're watching us here on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Turn on notifications so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage here courtesy of Lockdown Broncos. Today's episode of the show is brought to you by our good friends over there, OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's NFL playoffs. Sarah, my friend, hey, it's great to see you again. We got a lot to talk about today. No head coaching decision has been made just yet for the Broncos organization. However, there are three finalists remaining that we've talked about here on the show. We've got Plane Gate. We've got reporters hiding in bushes at airports to see when flights take off. We got people tracking flights online. It is wild. And that's when you know things are getting real for Broncos country. You know, you know, it's getting real when we're tracking flight information, especially when the flights keep getting delayed, right? That was a that was fun on Monday night to kind of be monitoring which when's that flight going from Centennial to Green Bay and seeing when if if Hackett was going to leave, which yeah, you know, as the time of we were recording uh, our our episode yesterday, Cody, I don't believe we knew that Hackett was going to be in Denver for his mm-hmm. second interview. So we we talked about the fact that Dan Quinn was coming in for a second interview, but the Broncos brought in Hackett first and they had him there for like eight hours so really really intrigued like we talked about this and it's it's it, it turned out to be fortunate for us and we kind of talked about what's the what's the purpose of the second interview what are they trying to learn what are they trying to do so we talked about that on yesterday's show so i would encourage everyone to go back and listen to that for some context on maybe what what might have gone down on monday but i think the longer that it went on the more i'm sitting there thinking like all right, are they putting pen to paper, you know, but obviously that didn't happen. So here we set another day, massive coaching news in the NFL, but not for the Denver Broncos just yet. Not yet, but I do think it is coming in the next week, week and a half. Could happen this week here, but obviously I think the one contingency factor, Dan Quinn, we already knew Sunday he was going to get a second interview. That day has not yet been ironed out. I anticipate my speculation would be on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Thursday morning, maybe today he flies in. He's been going around to various places doing other interviews, and there's some more openings that open up. Obviously, the New Orleans Saints is now a destination that will be needing a new head coach. Sarah and I are going to touch on that here in a little bit from a Broncos perspective. You know, We're also going to do a little bit of a mailbag 
back today. We received a lot of questions, Sarah, uh, uh, from people asking us, you know, who we thought offensive coordinator options would be, defensive coordinator options would be. Ladies and gentlemen, we have episodes dedicated to that literally from a couple of days ago. So be sure to go back and check that out if you want to hear Sarah and I's insight on that. But which three of the remaining head coaches would be the best fit for the Broncos? And Sarah, I think you and I are both kind of on the same page. Like, we think this is a pretty good pool of finalists here. Dan Quinn, we know the second interview will take place this week. Nathaniel Hackett, playing gate, you know, second interview is finally completed. There was a portion of the fan base, and I think it's a good point to kind of think about the fact that his flight kept getting pushed back a little bit. Look, my anticipation, I felt like they were probably getting dinner at Shanahan's, and probably he was getting the steak, or as our good friend Andrew Mason was tracking the flights, said maybe the seared ahi. So we'll see if that's the case. Obviously, if things kind of come to fruition, but there is a chance that he could be the favorite for the Broncos' head coaching job. There is another candidate, though, Sarah, and that is Kevin O'Connell, as we talked about yesterday, as a potential dark horse head coaching candidate for the team. The only issue with Kevin O'Connell right now for the Denver Broncos, and maybe why they may not make their decision this week, they cannot interview him, not even in Zoom this week. They have to wait till after the NFC Championship game. Whether the Rams go on to win the Super Bowl or not, they can interview him after the weekend between January 31st to February 5th. That's the only time that they can get that done. They can't do it right now. They can't do it tomorrow. So something to keep an eye on. And if the Broncos wait that long, Sarah, it tells me one thing. It tells me that the Broncos are seriously considering a guy like him or they're just giving him the courtesy of being able to interview for a second time and then they're going to make their decision. However, the pressure is on because look, guys like Dan Quinn, Nathaniel Hackett, you know, I don't think Hackett has as much pressure for the Broncos as Dan Quinn does. If the Broncos really want Dan Quinn, he's being sought out by many other teams. So Sarah, in your opinion, who would be the best fit for the Denver Broncos in your opinion? Well, I'm going to circle back to uh, an opinion that I shared back in December when we talked about just, uh, just the potential that Fangio might be fired by the Denver Broncos, which he was. I feel like the best candidate for the Broncos is a guy that they can utilize in quarterback development going forward. And and I think obviously with the offense being as bad as it's, as it's been, you know, for the last six years, you really have to prioritize that. And I know and I understand leadership is a, is a primary quality that George Payton is looking for. Look, he didn't come out and say, I'm looking for an offensive-minded head coach who is also a great leader. No, he, he came out and he said, I'm looking for a coach who is a great leader, first and foremost, offensive or defensive. But to me, you look at the weakness of the Denver Broncos and you look at the path to any sort of success in their division, in the AFC as a conference, as a whole, or in the NFL right now. What did we just see on Sunday night? You've got to be able to score 43 points when the Kansas City Chiefs put up 42. That's what you have to be able to do. And and in order to do that, Cody, I just feel like you have to have somebody that's going to be able to adapt with your offense as time goes along. Whether you have Aaron Rodgers, whether you have Russell Wilson, whether you have to run it back with Drew Locke, whether you have to do it with a rookie, whatever the case may be, you need a guy in there or gal in there, whatever. Obviously, they're only interviewing guys right now, but eventually you need somebody in there that can adapt with the times of the NFL to put up a ton of points. And, And in this case, to me, that guy is Nathaniel Hackett. He looks like a guy who could coach any different type of quarterback, in my opinion. I know that people are coming at me on Twitter saying, well, what about EJ Manuel? What about Blake Bortles? What about this, that, and the other? I'm like, look, he he's done a, a great job in recent years, and he's been building up his portfolio up until this point. We can't yeah. judge him based on his lack of success with EJ Manuel. Are you kidding me? That doesn't show that he's not a great head coach. 
You know, and so that's just that's what I think. I'm circling back to this. I think that Nathaniel Hackett is the best candidate for the Broncos based on the fact we know he can work with young quarterbacks. We know that he can work with a superstar quarterback and that superstar just happens to really, really like him. So I think it's Nathaniel Hackett personally, Cody, but maybe that's just me and maybe everybody else. And maybe I'm maybe I'm dead wrong about him. I mean, I think it's interesting to look at, right? I mean, your your choice is hacking. I'm I'm really starting to come around on Kevin O'Connell. That that'll be my personal favorite right now, who I think would be best. And the reason why we talked about obviously going back and recapping why he's a dark horse candidate, the fact that Sean McVay blocked him from going to be, you know, coordinator and a coach over there for Brennan Staley and the Los Angeles Chargers. Thankfully, that didn't happen here. But one thing as well, you talk about the the ability to work with the quarterback, being able to mold the quarterback. I do want to make note too of Kevin O'Connell. I mean, he was able to help Jared Goff look like a good player. And I don't know how much of that is Sean McVay or Jared Goff, but also he had a big-time hand in the quarterback success here for the Los Angeles Rams. And obviously his work with Matthew Stafford this season has been phenomenal. I mean, I think for Matthew Stafford to come into an entirely new system and to pick it up the way that he did, Kevin O'Connell had a major hand in that. We talked about obviously him and his conversation with Tom Brady, the, the relationship that those guys have as well. I feel like he might be a better option if the Broncos are going for a guy. Maybe the belief is that he can be a leader, not only just for the team, but also for a quarterback and he can help out in the the department that the Broncos need the most, the offensive side of the ball. Sarah, one thing is for certain, one of these three guys will be the finalist and will be the next Broncos head coach. Who will it be, though? That is the question that we are waiting to be answered here. We're waiting it patiently here at Lockdown Broncos, and we'll do an emergency podcast when the hire does happen, whenever that may be, even if it's at 12 o'clock at night. We have you covered, which I hope that the Broncos wouldn't make us do that. But then again, you never know these days, Sarah. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're going to talk about another coach who decided to hang it up and could it be for a year could he potentially be persuaded to go elsewhere we talk about sean payton's departure from the new orleans saints and maybe tying some broncos aspects to it coming up here in just a moment but before we do that let me tell you about the sponsor today's episode locked on broncos ladies gentlemen some good friends over there online gambling.com now my super bowl prediction was the green bay packers against the cincinnati Bengals. the packers are out the Bengals have a chance to win so i'm going to stay put here stay on course here with the Bengals being there but maybe it's going to be the Bengals versus the la rams and on Online gathering is a great way to be able to check that out today and also even put some money on it for your Super Bowl prediction, ladies and gentlemen. And Broncos fans, we're all looking for an edge these days. And I'd like to thank Online Gambling for sponsoring today's episode, Locked On Broncos. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website that's dedicated to giving betters the edge throughout the NFL playoffs. And they're providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help make your bets as informed as ever. That's extremely important. And at the beginning of the playoffs, the experts at OnlineGambling.com asked me to show off my prediction skills and pick my Super Bowl final which were the Bengals, which were the Packers. Well, now they've kindly given me one last chance to change my picks heading into the conference championships. And as I said, I'm going with the Bengals and I'm going with the Rams in the Super Bowl. If you're planning on placing a bet during the playoffs, make sure that you head to onlinegambling.com before you do. Onlinegambling.com once again gives bettors the edge by providing their best and most trusted experience online all day, every day. That includes their OG tip section where you'll find their own Super Bowl picks as well as the inside track on how to beat the odds throughout the NFL playoffs. Make sure you visit onlinegambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and odds to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, onlinegambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's playoffs. 
All right, sir, as we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. Once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Locked on Broncos your first listen of the day. If you don't do that already, here's what you can do. When you wake up in the morning and you're working out, you're making breakfast, or you're driving to work, turn on the Locked on Broncos podcast for all the things that you need for daily Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage from an objective point of view where we look at every side of the coin for you, the avid listeners in Broncos country. Sarah, continuing on today, we had some interesting news yesterday as Sean Payton suddenly announced his retirement from the New Orleans Saints. He's stepping away from the Saints, as that's what the term is being called right now. However, when you look at the New Orleans Saints, where they're at with Sean Payton departing, it opens up some opportunities potentially for George Payton and the Denver Broncos to maybe add some pieces. Because as we know, the New Orleans Saints salary cap situation, Sarah, it is brutal. Right now, they're expected to be minus $60 million in salary cap purgatory, essentially, coming into this next season as free agency approaches. That is not a place that you want to be. So with Sean Payton leaving, they're going to need a new head coach. They have no quarterback. Their quarterback right now is Ian Book. It points to all signs of there being a rebuild there in New Orleans. So from our standpoint, right, we're very forward thinking. You think like a general manager. I think like a coach and as a player. I'm looking at this as an opportunity for the Broncos to maybe pick up the phone and say, hey, we know you guys are about to embrace a rebuild. We need some help at certain positions. Let's take a look at one of these options. Who do you think maybe the Broncos, if you were George Payton at this point in time, looking at the situation developing in New Orleans, who would you call and maybe inquire about maybe potentially getting on the Denver Broncos from that roster? Ooh, I love it. This is my favorite kind of stuff to talk about, Cody. And, I mean, certainly, it's certainly worth discussing because that $60 million or, or however many millions it is, it's not just going to come up and pop up out of thin air for these guys. They're going to – I mean, they've had cap issues now for two years in a row. So I think the Broncos could definitely take advantage. First and foremost, you want to take a look at Ryan Ramchek, who there were trade rumors involving him. I, I don't think anything necessarily – substantial but because the saints have kind of been in cap trouble for quite a bit of time i mean his name has popped up pretty consistently and frankly i mean everybody's scared off by his price tag i think he's roughly 18 to 19 million dollars but look that's going to be in the very very near future people that's going to be on the bargain end for top flight offensive tackles i mean that's it's going to be middle of the road the, the way the nfl's cap is increasing we saw the record number of viewers for the bills chiefs game tv deals all that stuff the salary cap is going to skyrocket 18 19 million dollars a year for a top flight offensive tackle is going to be kind of average in the very near future. So I would definitely consider a trade for Ryan Ramchek. And I know defensively, Cody, there was a lot of rumors last offseason. A lot of Broncos fans wanted to see a trade for Marshawn Lattimore. What would be your thoughts <laughs> potentially doing that now with maybe Bryce Callahan, Kyle Fuller moving out? Uh, what are your thoughts on that potentially? I feel like it'd be very hard right now for the Broncos to do that for Lattimore because if I'm not mistaken, he just in season or before the season, I think he just signed an extension to stay on with the Saints. Big money deal. Now, also another thing too, they just signed a contract extension with Daysom Hill and they are going to be in just cap hell without a quarterback. They're going to have to trade some guys away. Marshawn Lattimore is an intriguing option. Maybe even Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. He's a pest, right? He's got that Aqib Tlaib dog mentality. If the Broncos are really looking for a premier nickel cornerback, 
well, there is a guy that you can maybe pick up the phone and call for. But how I, how crazy would it be for all the Broncos fans that when Garrett Bowles was drafted wanted Ryan Ramchek? Now they might have a chance. What if they had both of them? That would be oh, very guys, intriguing. Man. But could Ramchek help take the Broncos to the next level on the offensive side of the ball? Right? If you're going to try to get a quarterback, you might want to have that. You know, right tackle is a big question right now for the Broncos approaching this offseason. We have no clarity as to whether or not Bobby Massey will be back or Calvin Anderson, what their plan is to maybe transition him there or if they're looking in the NFL draft, where that may be. But if you do make a trade, I mean, even like Cam Jordan's available. I mean, I, I think the Broncos would maybe need some pass rush help. They could look at that, but I feel like trading for any of these premier players for the New Orleans Saints is going to cost top dollar, right? So how would that impact you potentially if you're George Payton, maybe trying to trade for a quarterback like a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers? I mean, if you don't do that and you want to go the NFL draft route with a quarterback, well, then, Sarah, I think that your opportunities to do just that, to be able to acquire guys like that, I think it is feasible for Denver, for George Payton. So, you know, hey, you know what it provides? Flexibility. What is one thing we know? George Payton, he loves flexibility. He loves the opportunity to be able to maybe expand his options, have a plan A, B, C, D, and E. Always looking ahead. If this doesn't work out, we could try this. I like that from George Payton. You and I are very forward thinking in that same regard there as well. So I, I want to pose another question to you here. And, and I think this is kind of unrealistic from where we're at, but you never know here. Sean Payton is still technically, even if he retires, under contract the New Orleans Saints. If, in fact, like could the Broncos try to convince him to come coach in Denver? Would that be a destination that he'd be wanting to do? I don't know how Broncos fans would feel about that. I mean, he's a really good coach, right? I mean, he's, he's fantastic. I, I think the pros and cons, when we weigh the argument, you can say that they never really also had a plan as well for life after Drew Brees. You know, they brought in Jameis Winston. That's fantastic. But they had Taysom Hill, and we knew that Sean Payton had this tendency to kind of impact and ruin offensive drives by putting Taysom Hill in when they got into the red zone after they were driving all the way down the field without him. I, I don't know if I'd want necessarily Sean Payton as the coach in Denver, but then again, you never know. And if the Broncos were to want him, if he had interest, they would have to trade potentially draft picks to be able to get Sean Payton. I don't think that would be worth it. But then again, I'm open to discussion. Do you think it would be worth it? I gosh, you know, I, I can't think of anything less exciting to trade draft picks for than a coach. You know, my goodness, that just sounds it just sounds terrible. Unless we're talking about like a McVeigh or something like that. I remember when John Gruden was traded. That was I mean, Wild. that was really something else. But but yeah, I, I definitely think it's something to consider. Also something to consider in this, Cody, just the fact that Sean Payton stepped down. Remember when just a few weeks ago there was a list leaked about Russell Wilson's potential preferred trade destinations. The Saints were on that list. I feel like Sean Payton is a big reason why, you know, Russell Wilson would have wanted to go to the New Orleans Saints. And, and the fact that he's not there, I think, helps clear the path for the Denver Broncos. Like you said, now that the Saints are in rebuild mode, even if the Broncos aren't a team that would go after Sean Payton, and I think that some teams will, like maybe the Dallas Cowboys, um, yeah. who he coached for right before he went to the Saints. But even if the Broncos don't try to trade for Sean Payton, I feel like this impacts the Broncos offseason in a substantial way because just Payton being there, you kind of get the idea or the impression that the Saints will want to be more aggressive in terms of getting you know a championship team put together. Now, like you said, without him there, it does feel like a rebuild could be on the way. And and the reason for him stepping down, we don't know exactly the reason for it. Maybe he's interested in another NFL city. Maybe he wants to take a year off. Or maybe, just maybe, he wasn't on board with the idea of rebuilding the roster. 
and uh, and didn't want to be there for that. So I feel like he obviously had a has a great legacy in New Orleans, and uh, he he may coach for another team this coming season. But I don't see it being the Denver Broncos. I wouldn't trade certainly for him. Like you said, he's under contract, but. But it's interesting to talk about. It's interesting to think about. But I do think, Cody, for sure, it does substantially impact the Broncos offseason for sure. That gives him an opportunity to maybe take a look at one of these potential franchise quarterbacks that could be on the trade market here this offseason. We're actually going to talk about that. Which combo of head coach and quarterback would Broncos country want? That's one question we got in from a mailbag. We're going to answer that coming up here in just a moment. But real quick, before we do that, let me tell you about Get Upside, one of the sponsors of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. And it's an incredible app where everyone who buys gas, you need to know about it. Get Upside. Listeners of Lockdown Broncos are earning cash back for every gallon of gas and every time that they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app today in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code touchdown for up to 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank fill up today cash back don't pay full price at the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the app for free use promo code touchdown for 25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank and some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a year in cash back and there is no catch the cash back gets added right to your account and you can cash out anytime to your bank account paypal or an e-gift card brand for amazon and other brands just download the free get upside app and use promo code touchdown to get 25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank that's code touchdown today and our good friends over there at bill bar ladies and gentlemen the best tasting protein bar that is out there on the market it is hard hitting it is clutch when you need it to be and especially if you need a little bit of extra fuel to get you through your day bill bar comes in clutch when you need it the most ladies and gentlemen the bars are covered in 100 milk chocolate they're soft and they're easy to chew and they have amazing flavors nine amazing flavors to be exact and also the occasional limited time flavor on a month-to-month basis at built.com so find a favorite flavor that you already have in mind, whether it's peanut butter brownie or like a limited time flavor, like the churro puffs, like I love and Sarah loves. Check it out today at built.com. And like I mentioned, extra fuel to get through your day 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only four grams of sugar are what entails into every single built bar that you take a bite into today. And you can go to built.com right now and see all the amazing things that they have available, all the flavors, all the wide variety of products that they have at built.com. And when you go to checkout, use promo code LOCK15. That's going to get you 15% off your next order. Once again, promo code Lock 15 gets you 15% off your next order at built.com. All right, sir. Hey, as we jump into the fourth quarter action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, the head coaching search as of the time of recording this is still ongoing here for the Denver Broncos. A lot of plans throughout this week, and hopefully the Broncos will have their hire within the next week, week and a half. We'll have you covered here. Lockdown Broncos for all the information that you need on the Broncos, head coaching search, and more all year long because for the true football fan, there is no offseason. Sir, we had a great mailbag question coming. We had a, we had a lot, by the way, from Broncos country on Twitter at career going to fail at Sarah Benger at lockdown Broncos. One of the ones we're going to answer here today comes in and they ask the question, which combo head coach and quarterback would you rather have? And we're talking about head coaching candidates out of the final three names that are on there. Plus a potential veteran quarterback that is out there potentially available for trade on the market here. Let's start things off here with Dan Quinn and Russell Wilson. Now, you know, an interesting point you made here in the show notes, they did win a Super Bowl together. Unfortunately, they beat the Denver Broncos in that Super Bowl together. Uh, you kind of get the best of both worlds with an elite quarterback, right? And we even talked about, and I want to go back to a point you made early on the season. You'd really love to see what Vic Fangio, despite his errors as a head coach, what he would look like and what the narrative would be if he had a good quarterback like an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson. Would people pay as much attention to some of the issues that Vic had as a coach? I think that's a great thing to look at here. Your thoughts on Dan Quinn and Russell Wilson? I like the idea, honestly. I mean, and, and any of these head coach candidates, any of the 10 that the Broncos interviewed, I feel 
they're way more appealing if you pair them up with one of these two guys, right? I mean, that, that definitely changes the game. If you're talking about just hiring Dan Quinn, look, we saw what he did you know, with Matt Ryan, who at the time, Matt Ryan was among the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Right now, I would say he's kind of a, a tier down from where he was back in 2015, 2016. But certainly, if you were to pair Dan Quinn with a guy like Russell Wilson, I feel like everybody going into the season would think, all right, man, the Broncos, they, they're legitimate Super Bowl contenders. I, I mean, that's just that's just what the perception would be. You put a Russell Wilson with the offensive playmakers that the Broncos have, I feel like that's obviously a recipe for success. And, of course, Wilson being a bit younger, that kind of makes that a, a, an attractive option, doesn't it? I think that that's the one – the one debate that we could really have this offseason, there's some people who just don't want Aaron Rodgers because they don't like him. I'm not even going to talk about that. But if you're talking about saying you want Russell Wilson instead of Aaron Rodgers, then we could have some dialogue and discussion about that because there's reasons to, to desire Russell Wilson over Aaron Rodgers, one of them yeah. being age, another one being, I think, just kind of durability over the long haul. Uh, I'm interested to know what you would think about this, though, Cody, in terms of Dan Quinn and Russell Wilson versus a guy like Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, who obviously they've had a lot of success together in Green Bay. Everybody wants to talk about this most recent playoff game, but don't don't forsake the entire book for the most recent chapter, right? I mean, the Ooh. entire book has been full of, of good stuff, and they did you know a lot of MVP caliber stuff together for the last two seasons. So... I'm interested to know your thoughts on that, Cody. Would you, which one would you rather have, or what are your thoughts just in general on the Hackett plus Rogers combo by comparison to Quinn and Wilson? That's very interesting that you make those those points there. And even one thing I want to point to: while you were talking, I was envisioning myself. Right here's Dan Quinn. Right, the idea Dan Quinn would come in and be the head coach. He would not be calling the defense, Broncos country. I just want to make that very clear. He would be overseeing the day to day. He'd bring his own offensive coordinator. He would bring in his own defensive coordinator, his own special teams guy. And more likely, there might be some assistance there with George Payton, depending on what conversations they have. But he would be focused on managing the everyday operation of the team and being that leader that can inspire and obviously delegating to his coaches that, you know, for the offensive side to develop quarterbacks, whatever it may be, or to make the offense better, vice versa. Everyone's so worried about him trying to call defensive plays. I understand there's a little bit of trauma history from that, from what we've seen from Vic Fangio and Vance Joseph. That would not be the case here with Dan Quinn, unless he had to absolutely step in and call plays if things were going really poorly here. But Russell Wilson, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about guys like Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Russell Wilson, right? I mean, he, ha he has talent in Seattle. He has DK Metcalf. He has Tyler Lockett. And while you were talking about that, you know, we think about the Tim Patrick's, the Cortland Sutton's, the Jerry Judy's, but I just couldn't help but think about like KJ Hamler and Russell Wilson, right? With the speed and what we've seen with, between he, Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson, it kind of reminds me what could be with the Denver Broncos. I like that. And as you mentioned, there's some great points there with, you know, Russell Wilson's age in comparison to Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson's probably going to be playing football a lot longer than Aaron Rodgers is, right? So you want to maximize the opportunities there to maybe have Russell Wilson end his career in the best place possible, which I think right now, if you preserve the talent, it could be the Denver Broncos if there is that sense of stability. On the other hand, you mentioned guys like Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers. I know, I know we're all talking about it. And I know Broncos fans are thinking about, you know, when Nathaniel Hackett, you know, he's not the guy that's calling plays, but he does manage the offense. He oversees that. He assists Matt LaFleur and a lot of things that they do offensively. And of course, Aaron Rodgers has that familiarity there. Hackett gives you longevity on offense, as you point pinpoint here. Rodgers obviously is an MVP caliber player, won it last year. 
played a really good year this year. And on the Pat McAfee show, he said, one thing I'm proud of when I look back on the 2021 season for myself is that I, I felt like I played very well in adverse situations. And I felt like there was a lot I overcame this year personally and professionally. And obviously everyone can have their thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, his own beliefs. We're not going to get into that. I mean, that has nothing to do right now with football. But outside of that, you can make, you make the point that Rodgers had a better season than Wilson. Obviously, Wilson had the finger issue. Probably came back a little bit too early from that. I think it impacted his play down the stretch. So, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like at this point, I would take a Dan Quinn and a Russell Wilson right now, probably over Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers. And I think for Broncos country, Sarah, it's a great question to pose to them. Who would you rather take out of Dan Quinn, Russell Wilson paired together versus Nathaniel Hackett, Aaron Rodgers? Who are you going with? What would be your choice? Let us know in the comment section down below here on YouTube. Also, tweet us on Twitter at Cody Work and a Film, at Sarah Benger, at Lockdown Broncos. It is our question of the day here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. But with that said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to a brand new episode of the show here today. Both Sarah Benger and myself will be back tomorrow with a brand new episode of the show, free and available everywhere you get your podcast, your favorite podcasting platforms. If you want to watch us on YouTube, you know we have you covered here as well on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. We appreciate you so much, Broncos country. Once again, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. We'll see you tomorrow for a brand new episode of the show.